It already got stuck in the back of my throat. That was a bad idea. Haha, <laughs> that's what she said. I'm Izzy Rock, host of Tells from the Hard Side podcast. And you're listening to the Bad Parenting Podcast. Go rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Stitcher. Warning. The following auditory experience may contain themes of an adult nature. The opinions expressed are those of the podcasters and not of their respective employers, parents, and or legal guardians. Content may not be appropriate for children, small animals, work, and your mom. Enjoy the show. Diabetes. Fucking pussy babies need to toughen the fuck up. Of course that was stopped. I do like that. Oh my fucking god, I shit myself. Was I supposed to be so perfect? This could be a while. Cafe Smash! Bad Perky Podcast, we're all up in your mom. I always swore I'd never beat my children. I'm drinking some milk with cheese! We had gum with cheese. Now I know why nothing ever gets done in Hollywood. <laughs> oh, awesome. If only you could see the glare. Hey, I'm Justin. No, that doesn't work either. <laughs> oh my god, the smell. I hope you're ready for a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Love your children while keeping your sanity. This is the Bad Parenting Podcast. Ah, uh, yes, welcome to episode 105 of Bad Parenting Podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Jody. And we're back. Please back. Not, not, still not 100% recovered. Still sick. <laughs> but. But we're, I feel better. <laughs> I'm more better than you are. Right. I'm alive, but I've always been lagging behind you by about a half a week to a week, though, because yeah. when you caught it versus when I caught it. So, yeah. um, and if all things are going the way they can, that they went for our buddy Chris, by next week I should be clear and free. So, he said he woke up this morning feeling pretty damn good. Um, Thank God. Yeah. Somebody's <laughs> feeling better. Exactly. So I'm just trying not to get in a coffee and fit that. Last week's episode, mm-hmm. kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. It was actually it was it was a little bit of both because I've I've learned to figure out what your cough looks like in a waveform. So you can see it. So I can it. just I can scroll through the, I'll scroll through the episode real quick. Oh, there it is. Click click. Edit it out. Do you know? Do you, I don't know. You realize how weird that is that you can that I can analyze the waveforms and see what's what. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, weird. I've only edited 105 of these episodes. I'm willing to bet people that have been in the business longer than I have probably can do the same thing. I mean, True. it's it is what it is. It's just something you start to see and you can see patterns and whatnot. Like I can always tell when you're laughing because of the little blips that it does. <laughs> but it, and I can tell what which laugh it is. Too. My real laugh or my well, because my... you've got a couple different laughs depending on how tickled you are. So um, there's so I can I can see the waveform. Like, oh, she's she's like really laughing there, or she just kind of giggled, you know. So. Yeah. So how was your week, babe? Uh, what did I do this week? I feel like I did things and went places. Oh, I did. I did things and <laughs> went places. So. Yeah, yeah. me too. For, I actually know. For work. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm getting better. Things are. Things are improving as far as the uh, the plague or the black death or whatever the fuck you want to call this shit that we have is. I'm. Um, I'm gonna go with black death. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we've got. Or Black Plague might work. Weather. We had great weather. Blue we skies did. over the like sunny blue skies in the sixties the last few days. So I harassed my uh, my Northern Californian counterpart. I sent him a picture of me hopping in my car. I'm like, hey, it's fifty four degrees outside, sunny blue skies, we got the windows down, the uh, top open and no coat on, and I'm cruising. And he replies back with a picture showing seventy one and, and sunny at his place. He's like, Yeah, it's still a bit chilly here. <laughs> fucking pussy <laughs> yeah well so um but overall i think you know things things have been good we didn't really have too many children issues this week i mean it was fairly normal stuff well except yesterday what was yesterday yesterday was friday friday was what happened yesterday tempe tried to run away oh, yes. almost got the cops <laughs> called on me because people thought i was trying to kidnap her right yeah tempe does not like the doctor yeah and we took lot. her to the doctor because she we, we her her sinus thing was not going away right uh her cough was not getting better and she's been the one with the, the longest almost a full month now um so we took her in and turns out we were right sinus infection so we need to get that cleared up and she's already been eons better today just with a little oh, bit yeah. of antibiotics and uh and some flonase um but yeah she did not want to go to the doctor and she put you through hell she did um apparently she hates me when she has to go to the doctor so good to know. 
What are you up to? I, I forgot my note-taking device. I okay. just keep chit-chatting. I'm gonna... Well, I can't because I'm going to have to cough in just a second. Oh, don't do that. I, I, I can feel it. Like oh, no. it's, it's about to... It's about to... I can't... I mean... Don't... Ah, I, see? Right there. There's always a big one at the end. Okay. See? See? Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I cough a lot. Um. So she... I went to pick her up. It was like 1.15, 1.30. And she comes down from the classroom... And she's already crying because she mm-hmm. doesn't want to go to the doctor. And she's like, I don't want to go. I'm like, you have to go. I'm sorry. Right. So we get to the car. She's like, I don't want to miss my extra recess. And I don't want to miss this. And she starts running away from me. <laughs> I would have loved to have gotten this on camera. I mean, to have been it a was bi- ridiculous. To give a bystander. Because <laughs> this reminds me of like one of those Reno 911 skits. Oh, it felt like that. Where they're trying like to chase that. down what's his a name? A naked person? Well, that or the guy that was always at the um the guy that Nick Swords and played yeah, yeah. on the roller skates. That is exactly what it looked and felt like, <laughs> only she was clothed and not on roller skates. But just like oh, this man. this cat and mouse game of she go a little farther, I get a little closer, she go a little like finally I'm like whoops um you better get in this car i'm just i can't do it i cannot and i'm still not feeling that great she's not feeling that great like get in the freaking car and trent is just looking at us both like what has happened <laughs> you guys have both lost to your the order lines. of power like <laughs> he's just looking at this whole thing like a big social experiment like oh so if tempe wins that means we rule right <laughs> so i eventually as I'm talking to her, I casually stick the key in and turn the child lock on on our door uh-huh. because I realize the second I get her in, she's just going to open the door. <laughs> so I turn the child lock on and I just basically pick her up and stuff her in the car screaming. And one another mom pulls in the parking school parking uh-huh. lot while this is going on. And I can tell she's like, I hope that's this girl's mother. I really hope that I'm not witnessing an abduction. I can guarantee you, she went inside and checked. Right, I, I, which I, which is fine. I mean, I've I've been in a similar situation with Temperance, where uh, when I was pulling her out of that concert we had for Ezra, and she was screaming, yelling, and she was going, "No, no, no! Don't take me! Don't take I know, me!" Right? And I'm in the middle of the school. I'm like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> Big balded man, balded bearded man, bald. Damn it! Big bald bearded man. There we go. I got it that time. Um, dragging a little girl behind him just screaming no 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 don't take me doesn't look so good it doesn't um so i get her in the car um when as i so i threw her in the car and i got in the front seat and i throw it in throw it threw it in reverse and got out of there as quick as i could in that time she leaned over trent and opened his door just a little bit so in we start going down the road i realize that the door is open open just a teeny tiny bit but I don't want to pull over anywhere where it's really close to the road because I'm afraid she's going to do it again. She's going to dive out of the car, yeah. So I drive down the road far enough to get to my dad's house, which isn't too far away, but he has a big old parking area. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. So I pull over into my dad's house. And she's like, why are we here? And she's freaking out. She <laughs> thinks she's one. She thinks I'm going to turn right, around. Right. Um. So I, I, you know, throw it into park run around, open the door. In that time, she's already unbuckled and climbed over Trent and darts out of the car. And the only reason I couldn't, I couldn't slam it because I was going to smoosh her in it. And right, I, I'm right. trying my best not to hurt her. Right. Um. So she jumps out and she starts, I'm going to, I'm going to walk back to school. <laughs> and this is a good, what, two miles? Right. Two, two and a half miles away. A and country it, road. And it's not easy to find from where you, right. the way you take too. So that's uh. So she's just like, yep. I'm just going to walk. And I'm like, no, you're not. She's like, yes, I am. <sighs> and so she so she starts running away from me again. She's running toward the road, which makes me start to have pa- mommy panic. Right. And I finally did pretty much the same thing. I scooped her up and put her back in the car. And apparently I can run faster than her when I need to. <laughs> um, and I put her in the car, did the same kind of thing again. Only I had had forethought to child lock Trent's door too. Right. So get all that in get her back in get going and she is she was leaning over the seat and punching me on each side of the shoulder which i realize a lot of parents are going to be like why'd you let her do that right but it's because she's in a rage i'm not gonna i'm not gonna retaliate within violence to her right for her having strong like it just (laughs) seems like ludicrous to (laughs) like perpetuate that right yeah so i'm just gonna let her burn it out i'm just gonna let it fizzle and it was taking a really long time to do that. Yeah, because it hadn't fizzled all the time we met. Oh, no, 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 no. It had. Oh, had because it. it went from screeching, screaming, kicking. To just sobbing. To just, 
but mom, but, but mom, right? But I want, and, yeah. and can we just make it back in time? For, and I, I, she was doing that thing where she can't breathe. Uh, yeah, she had, she was doing that when I got her too. Well, and then I uh, so we we because you were taking. You were gonna the take original her. plan was for me to right. drop Trent with you because you were on your way home from work. Right. And I would continue on to take her to her doctor's appointment. But because of all this, I said, nope, dad's going to take you. And mm-hmm. she flipped her lid. Yeah. It was the second round right. of, but why can't I just want you to take me? And it's like, no, you've lost that. You've yeah, lost- this is after you just called her the worst mom in the world and told her that you hate her and everything else. And yeah, there's no way in hell it's going to happen. Uh. <laughs> so this is weird. What? We had like so many people last week. Nothing tonight? We got zeros. Yeah. Big fat goose eggs all around. Did yours? I wonder if yours didn't announce it properly or whatnot. Yeah, go ahead and shut it down. If it's not working, yeah. it's not working. I'm not going to have you keep holding the phone like that. Me? So Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. So, um, it, 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 yeah. So I get her. I get Tampi. We are, we're doing... We're in the car, and she's still pulling the same. Uh, 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 I, I want to go to school. I'm missing. Re-. And then finally, I was like, I, I get her to the point where I can talk to her, and I'm calming her down and whatnot. And I'm like, honey, I understand that you don't like the doctor, and I understand that you don't want to do this. And I, under- I said, daddy doesn't like the doctor either. Daddy doesn't like to go to the doctor, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, but the bottom line is you're sick. We need to get you better. You're not feeling better. I feel better. I've been feeling better. I'm like, no, you're not, you know, that whole argument thing. You lie. And, <laughs> and then we had, then she did the whole dramatic. I wish I'd never been born and just on and on. And then she starts, then it was like, you know, woe is me. And here's all the things that are wrong in my life. And this person picks on me and this person's mean and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, let her go. And I'm like, honey, you're a very sensitive person, and I understand that, and I understand that you're having a bad day, and that sometimes people pick on you. I'm like, but you know what? That doesn't stop you from being awesome. I'm like, you're still, you're still very awesome, and you're still, you know, you're a good kid, so it, it's, it's fine. Don't let other people get you down, more or less. Right. And so we're just kind of talking through it, going through the whole thing, and about five, ten minutes into the drive, she's finally got to the point where she's just doing the <laughs> thing that they do after a real bad, you know, freak out fit. And so I'm kind of letting her work through that. And her latest thing lately has been trying to find ways to get me to play Rebecca Black's Friday. Mm-hmm. So she's like, what day of the week is it? Or, or she'll do the same thing with, with Wrecking Ball. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I'm sitting there and finally I get, she's getting to the point now where she's kind of calmed down a little bit. So I'm sitting there, I'm kind of bebopping along driving and I stop and I think, I'm like, hmm, I'm like, so Tempe. She's like, what? And she's still kind of, she still wants to prove that she's grumpy, gruff and pissed off at the whole situation. I'm like, when we get to the doctor's office, should we go through the front door like a wrecking ball? And she just looks at me and gets this look on her face like, I see what you're trying to do, old man. Yeah, you're trying to cheer me up, but it's not going to work. I'm going to sit here and keep my scowl on. And she keeps her face all, you know, tur- frowning and whatnot. Yeah. And she goes, no. I'm like, oh, well, fine then. Well, I'm going to be, fly- you know, I'm going to go through it like a wrecking ball. You can just do whatever you want. And uh, she's like, Daddy, I'm like, yeah, and she's like, um, so what day is it? And she kind of says a little like evil smirk <laughs> to her face. I'm like, I don't know. Let me check my calendar. So I pull up my calendar on my phone. And I'm like, oh look, it's Friday, and I turn the song on. And while she had a little bit of a, just enough of a smirk to show that she was happy that she'd gotten the song on, she refused to participate in singing it. She refused to get any, you know, that just that whole kid. I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna show you that I'm pissed off, kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but by the time we got to the doctor's office, she was back to silly, goofy Tempe, sticking her tongue out at me, trying to do all this crazy stuff. And then when the doctor came through and did everything, you know, she let the doctor listen to her uh, breathing and all that jazz and. Everything was fine. We're good. And right. she's calmed down. And was like, and so then we had a talk on the way back home. I'm like, now you've got, you owe mommy a huge, huge apology for all the bullshit you just pulled. She's like, well, I already said I'm sorry. I'm like, no, no. Not like, and I'm sorry because you're panicked because you're not getting your way. I'm like, an actual, you've thought about this. You realize just how badly you fucked this up. And you're like legitimately sorry. You, you know, you really said some mean, un, uh, not okay things to your mom. I'm like, you really caused all these issues and you need to understand that you need to be accountable for your actions. And while I know that you were frustrated and not happy, you don't need to um, make your mom feel like a pile of shit because of it. Right. And it's just not the way it should be. And she's like, okay. And then that's when she FaceTimed you a few for a little bit because she really wanted to do it then. Um, so we got that done and then, uh, came home and all was good from that point. Uh, and, uh, 
the rest of the night was like went swimmingly. I mean, we, yeah. we had uh, she was she was really good after that. And what happens is when she's really sick, yeah, when she's really tired, when she hasn't been eating well because she's sick and tired, she gets emotional. She like gets that. super just tied up in things. And, yeah. Um. So it was a rough day for her. I get it. Right. But and we got it, we got it fixed up and got it corrected. Yeah. Um. And then so. Uh, I'm like, okay, good. That's gonna, you know, the day's smooth now. We we're back home because the doctor's office, boom, in. Like we checked. I mean, we were a minute late. Like mm-hmm. we we're. I'm like, oh, I hope there's not a big huge issue there. So we check in, get her all in there. We sit down. She pulls up a book. Daddy, will you read this book to me? I'm like, sure thing, baby. Not a problem. I'll read it to you. Read the book, and uh, and so we get to the last page of the book and they call her name. We take her back there. We're in and out the damn doctor's office in like 15 minutes. I mean, it was quick. Yeah. They're and, not, they're not slow there. And I, which I appreciate cause a lot of these places are so fucking slow. Um, and so we had, we get home. So we're home early. You're making dinner, which is cool. In my book. Cause I, I usually I'm the primary cooker. And so I'm just like, yeah, hey, I'm not cooking tonight. Woo. Um, and that whole thing. So we're, everything's going smooth. And then, um, or you had told me you were making dinner, so I was stoked about right. that. And then on the drive home, I get an alert on my on my phone. Uh, the Fremont Bridge is shut down due to police activity. And then for those of you that don't know, the Fremont Bridge is one of the main connectors from the east side to the west side, especially if you're coming in to head towards St. Helens or anything like that, um, which is the way my ex-wife has to come to get her to meet with me at this predetermined meeting place we have to draw, to transfer Ezra. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> and when they say due to police activity and they're very vague like that, it's because we have a jumper. We have somebody yep. getting ready to commit suicide or trying to commit suicide. So I'm watching this whole thing. So I text my ex. I'm like, okay, look, this bridge is shut down. We're probably going to have to go north into this other, into Longview, which is a different city in Washington. Um, it's about the same distance for us to travel no matter which way we go. Um, so I'm just letting you yeah, know. Yeah, because coincidentally, if there was a bridge over the Columbia River, we'd be within, what, 10 minutes of each other? Yeah. Over, yeah. If that... It would take us 10 minutes to get to her house and back if it was just a bridge right across <laughs> the river. Yeah. You can literally throw a, ro- a stone over the river and get and hit her house. It's so frustrating. Right. It's an hour and a half. Yeah. One this way. Whole, this whole process takes me an hour each time we have to do the transfer. It's about a half hour to 40 minutes to go. Uh, meet hit the meeting spot and then a half hour, forty minutes back. Right, and and if she, if like, if we go, all the, if we go there, all the way there, it's like an hour and a half. Right, and same thing for her, for her, you know, vice versa. Um, so I'm, I'm just like, yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye on it, but I have a feeling that we're probably gonna have to go do this instead. So I'm like, you know, and I'm watching the traffic maps and sure shit. I'm like, well, here's the deal: you can get down here super quick. The southbound lanes of I five are sweet. You'll fly down here, you'll get up here, no big deal. But it looks like you'll spend about two, two and a half hours <laughs> sitting in the northbound lanes doing nothing because it's still fucked up and all, all tangled up. So let's just head north. And turns out we're probably going to start doing that regularly now because it was quicker for me. It was quicker for her. And we found we found a um, a preliminary meeting spot. I'm, I'm looking for a better one because this one was kind of a weird spot. But uh, it, but it worked out. Got the kid transferred. Came back home and didn't have to deal with any of the uh, she didn't have to deal with any of the bridge bullshit, and I didn't have to deal with any of the crap going through Scampoos and whatnot as far as all the stoplights go. So and it was all in all, it was a pretty pretty good thing. Cool. But it was just like one of those like one thing after another kind of days because you know I had to go to the office, which is always you know they they it's so funny they're like yeah have like one office day a week now that you're outside sales because it's a real productive day for you you can get a lot of shit done. I'm like you guys don't seem to understand office days for me because when I come into the office. I'm stuck in these meetings that you guys have in the morning, which are great meetings. Don't get me wrong. They have, they, have a, they have a good value, but they're a time drain. Then I'm catching up with my cohort on the inside who processes orders for me. I'm catching up with some of the inside sales ladies, checking out accounts and whatnot. So my entire day is spent talking to other coworkers and or trying to fix little issues that I, that I need to be there in person to fix. I don't get anything done as far as paperwork or phone calls or, you know, filing of my, you know, checking my email and whatnot. I'm like, the, my most productive day is usually my Monday where I'm staying at the home office and I just go hole up in the, up in the corner there and knock a bunch of shit out before I go out for the week to travel and visit customers. I'm like, so yeah, this whole vision you have of being your most, I, I don't know what productivity is to you, but I think we've got a very different definition. Um, so I had, as per usual, we had a meeting, did all the other stuff, didn't get anything done um, that day, and then came home, did the whole, so that it was just kind of a, it was just a, it was a Friday. Um, so yeah, it was a, that was, that was fun. So we, temperance and the doctor just don't. She threw a fit last time she had to go yeah. too. 
She just does not. She and, and I get it. She handles it way differently than I do or did. But I never liked going to the doctor either. I mean, I, I had to be. Too, I had to be deathly, deathly ill before I'm like, okay, fine, let's do this. I don't like to go either. Um, nobody. I mean, nobody. But I never. Likes it. I, I never flipped out like that though. Um, and I think that had I flipped out like that, well, I know it would have happened. My dad would have been pretty, <laughs> pretty aggro about it. So, but that's also explains like when she got in the car with me, she didn't, you know, she was, she was explaining to me, but in a very calm, cool and collected manner, all the things that we were doing wrong as parents, <laughs> but she wasn't like, you know, flying off the handle like she does for you. Um, and it's, it's always interesting to watch that difference between how, She'll interact with me versus how she'll interact with you, and vice versa. I mean, same thing with the other kids too. It's and it's it's so reminiscent for me of the difference in how far and what I would get, try to get away with my mom versus what my dad and how I interact with him. Because I knew what my dad's limits were, and I knew it was a vein in the forehead. As soon as you saw that thing start to protrude, it's like, okay, shut down, shut down now, or he's gonna shut you down. <laughs> and it's gonna hurt. <laughs> so, um, but you know, it's it's all good. Um, I don't mind the kids not fearing me in that way. So. No, and it's it's not a fear thing for you know. It was never a fear thing for me with my dad. I just I was very aware of the boundary he would draw on the line, uh, or he, the boundary he drew in the sand. And uh, it was just I you know. Whereas I knew that mom, depending on the day and what mood she was in, and whether she was like a, you know super awesome mood or kind of a crappy mood, just how much further past dad's point that I can get and. Every once in a while, you fucked it up and you pushed mom past her breaking point, which was way scarier than anything dad oh, would ever do. Trent got a taste of um. that. Um, <laughs> so in the middle of all of this, I thought she might be hungry. I thought right. she might need a snack. So I pulled through the McDonald's drive through to get her some apple slices because that's something she'll always eat. So I pull through. Trent wants a Sprite. Okay. Mm-hmm. Special treat. We're going over the hill. Sprite. Fine. Um... So I got him a Sprite, I got her, her her water, got them apple slices, Start we start going again, and before we can even get, you know, down the road, even a quarter of a mile, Trent spills his Sprite. Mm-hmm. So I have to pull over to pick it up, because it's on the floor and nobody can reach it. Mm-hmm. So I pick it up, and I put it in, the, and I don't want another fucking thing out of it, like, just like, that, I was, that was, your I was point. done. And he looks at me, and he goes, okay. I'm sorry and just starts crying I'm like oh baby not you you're not you didn't do anything wrong it was an accident come here and Tempe's just sitting over there like still freaking out and I'm like don't you even say a word and then I look at him you're fine baby don't worry (laughs) which is funny because he can melt you like that so quickly it's well he didn't do anything wrong he he, um he didn't do anything wrong he had just spilled something which is something four-year-olds do a lot and it wasn't a big deal but the culmination of everything yeah right and um it was it was interesting at the very least uh tempe knew not to try and dart out because she saw the look the crazy in my eyes yeah um i'm I'm well aware of that crazy i used to see it my mom from time to time and i was never it hurt my throat yeah like the way i spoke and i wasn't even yelling it hurt my throat I think that the deep guttural growl. Yeah. Like it was like a demon possession. Yeah. That, that I, I pulled that one out once really hard when it was, a uh, when Ezra went and darted out in the parking lot, almost got hit by a car mm-hmm. and I nabbed his ass back and then went into that, just that, that, that Satan himself is, is, is speaking through you <laughs> kind of a thing. So, uh, Oh, we have some listener voicemail. Yay. Can I, say, I cough before we listen um, to this? <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we have listener voicemail, um, a voicemail. That's why I say listener voicemail, not voicemails. And let me uh, get on the talkies here. And this one is from Jake. Hey guys, it is Jake. I feel like a bad brother because I didn't call the ship to make sure you were like alive and shit. Sorry, <laughs> bad brother. Anyway, I uh, was listening to the most recent episode. You're talking about. Uh, Dick pics. I can probably say I have never sent a dick pic. Never gonna happen. Doesn't need to happen because uh, you know, need a bigger camera and all that. You know, I'm gonna pause it there for a second. I was that that joke was rolling through my head. I'm like telephoto lens, uh, bigger camera. Um, you need a you can't get it far enough away to get the whole thing in focus. But I'm like, I'm just gonna let it go because I have no clue what his package is like. Whatever, I'm gonna drop it, not go for the funny. And he did it for me. But you know what? It kind of surprises me that he never, not not that he's, it does not surprise me that he's never sent an unsolicited. Like, he's oh. very respectful. 
but that he's never sent one at all kind of surprises me. <laughs> but he's just a little bit older than the gen- and right. I, I guess by the time that really became a popular thing to right. do, he was old enough, you know, yeah. married. There you <laughs> so, go. So there you go. All right, here we go. We'll finish this off here. I guess. I don't know what I'd say. <sighs> anyway. Uh, yeah. Love you guys. Uh, and that's, that's all. Don't be douche. Well, we love you too, Jake. Thank you for calling in and leaving a voicemail. Um, yes, and, and you know what? It's it must run in the family because uh, your dad didn't call and make sure she was alive either. No. So, so you can you can at least rest assured <laughs> that you weren't the only person, in, in, as far as family lines are concerned, that <laughs> didn't check in. <laughs> and it, it is one of those things that I've I've noticed. Wanda checked on me. Yeah, uh, and I, I'm sure that was a proxy for dad. Probably was, but I, that's kind of what I've noticed. That is, is it by proxy? There's always a couple things with your. And he's told me this too. It's like, like there was one time I asked him. It was. Seemed kind of weird, like you didn't call. He's like, "Oh, I know, I know you got this." And he's like, "Shit, I mean, and he's like, if you need something, you always call." I'm like, "Okay, fair enough." <laughs> but he's just got that understanding that you know, <laughs> and yeah. So, it's, but it's just, it's it's interesting to see that kind of a relationship, and because um, whereas with like my mom, geez, it's like you'll get like forty two phone calls in a day if I'm <laughs> got something going on that she knows about. How are you doing? You okay? You I'm like. I, like she was, she called, you're right, and then I'm in the middle of like a coughing, hacking fit. I'm like, uh, how does it sound? <laughs> she's like, you sound like your father did a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, eh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yes, thank you for going there, Jake, and making the uh, the uh, the large dick joke because I was actually trying to be kosher on this and didn't do it, and you <laughs> took up the reins for me. So, <laughs> very much appreciated there. So, oh man, that's just. It's a constant tickle. Yeah, it's a constant tickle, right. and then and then every now and then, like you feel like it's gonna, like it's gonna, it's like a volcano. Well, the the the, the most annoying thing about this, and just in case for our listeners, anybody else who gets <laughs> this, the most annoying part about the cough is that you'll feel like there's a hunk of something that just needs to get hacked out. Like when you've got one of those narrowly chest colds, where you just got to get all that phlegm and shit out of there and, and clear out your your bronchial tubes and whatnot. You feel that, but when you cough, nothing moves. Nothing comes up, nothing, and then, but, but the feeling gets progressively worse, and you almost feel like you're going to gag on something. So you start coughing harder, but nothing moves, and then you get to the point like where you know, like where you cough so hard you like pull a muscle, or and so it's just oh the ribs, man. Uh, it's it's the most horrid. I wouldn't, you know, this would be a great torturement device if you can find a way to like bottle this and make it happen to somebody. It's like, hey, look, I've got this thing here that'll make this cough stop. Or you can just keep having this feeling. Like spy torture. Like, I'm going to give you this cold if you don't give us the codes. (laughs) Because it's just, it's horrendous. Takes three weeks off your fucking life, dude. Well, and and that, that is something about, like, I... The physicalness of the body and whatnot, like when... The the reason you have a cough is to clear, yeah, you clear out those passageways and whatnot. And so when you feel something like that there, and you're trying to hack it up, and then you're not. I'm guessing this is probably what asthma feels like. Maybe if there's any asthmatic people yeah. out there, let me know. Um, but there's nothing worse for me than when you have like this biological feeling like something needs to happen, and then so you try to make that something happen, like uh, nauseousness. Like right? you know, you feel like you're going to puke, but you never actually. You just, mm-hmm. So you just sit there and feel like you're going to, and you're miserable the whole time. That's the worst for me. It's like. I'm one of those. If I'm gonna barf, I just let's let's do it. Let's get it over with. If I'm gonna blow it up the ass end, let's do it. Let's get it over with. But this whole like let's wait and just make you feel miserable for fucking ever. Uh, I can't handle that. It's 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 the most in, just frustrating and horrible thing. And yeah, like Agreed. I said, great torture device. So we uh, we found an interesting article this week, which was actually kind of what the overall topic of the show was before we dove into doctorness and whatnot. Cough talk. Um, and that was uh, you well, you read it before I did, so. Um, I read it a, a couple of weeks ago. So, um, uh, scenario, mom, mom is frustrated with teenage daughter, not picking up her room, a, f- a struggle I am familiar with. <laughs> um, instead of getting mad, mom got even mom went in with regular old trash bags and just randomly garbage bagged up everything that was on the floor. Yeah. Like she didn't, she didn't like sort it or anything. She so didn't it's grab got a pile, dirty clothes, clean clothes, schoolwork. Right. Uh, gym clothes. She was like, like her kids in soccer had her soccer practice <laughs> stuff in her uniform. Um, so now daughter must earn the money to, or pay, I guess, um, the money to 
buy the bags back. $25 per bag. You do not get to know what's in the bag. You just get to pick a brand of bag and take it. So it could have, you know, dirty clothes in it. It could have the soccer uniform in it. You won't know until you've earned back all the bags. Right. And, and once they've been reintroduced into the room, she will continue to do this. So it's yeah. not like you can just empty the bags back onto your floor. Right. You got to get it put away or do whatever you got to do with it. And, uh, and, and and the way that they earn the money is by doing chores. Like she sets values to different household chores and whatnot. And once they hit that threshold, and they can pick a bag. And I was just sitting there reading this. I'm like, this is some like straight up pinky in the brain, evil genius level bullshit that I am like totally down for. Yeah. Then I started thinking about I'm like, what if I did this to Jody? And I'm like, oh shit, no, because then she do it to me. And I know <laughs> that we, while, while we, we we're both... We don't. Both of us are bad about putting stuff away at times. It's in different ways, but and it's in, in different, different places. Yeah, different ways in different places, and it it, it infuriates the other <laughs> to no end. I mean, to the like, I'll leave a tool on the floor, or like, be on a project and forget to put a tool away, and you'll stub your toe on it, get all pissed off. Actually, I to, get more mad. I cleaned the kitchen yesterday. Right. Do you know how many of your tools were in the fucking kitchen? No. <laughs> like eight. Uh, like seriously, wrenches, screwdrivers. Um, sockets, um, pliers, tape measures, uh, just ab- <laughs> abundance of, of stuff. Yeah. I've got to start. Well, in the kitchen. I've got to start putting those. I, I'll take partial blame for that. The other part of the blame is there's, there's been times where I've told Ezra to go put something away and I'll find it like on the desk in the living room on the, on the TV. I'm like, didn't I ask <laughs> you to put this away? Yeah. And did you? Well, yeah. Then what the fuck is it doing sitting right here? Well, that's not where it goes. I'm like, is this my fucking toolbox? (laughs) And so... (laughs) I agree. And I understand the frustration because it happens to me too. Um, I leave my shoes out. Shoes are a big thing for me to leave out in the in the middle of the floor. Right. And so you'll trip on them. And then anyway, but I'll I'll be like, hey, Tempe, will you run my shoes to the laundry room? Because that's where you're supposed to keep the extra shoes. And she'll, you know, forget halfway through and set them back down. But, or my favorite, but She'll it's go, ultimately how come in there. I know, yeah, with not out playing right. in the cubbies, right? Just, yeah, you don't, but ultimately it's your kind of your thing because right. you should be the one putting it away. Right. And for me, like you have this thing where you'll you'll forget your dirty clothes in the bathroom, but you for whatever reason they always get crammed behind the door. So I'll go roll the door open to get into the bathroom, and it bounces off the clothes, comes out and cracks me in the head. I'm like mother, f-. and that's when I usually like you know, I'll just like let out a stream of expletives. You're like what? I'm like nothing because i don't want to like because it's one of those things i've accepted about you that like i know that you'll eventually get back around to it and you'll get it picked up but in the meantime my head's like you know hurting someone's like do to do i'm gonna take my piss i'm gonna wash my hands <laughs> and you've got to the point now where you reckon right you recognize the sound of the door hitting you in the head and you immediately jump up and run there and grab the stuff i appreciate the effort it's still too little too late at that point in time but i get it <laughs> The same thing happens when I hear you stub your toe on something. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to quietly walk over there and pick this up. I'm so glad you weren't here earlier. The box from your loot crate. (laughs) I've been tripping over it every goddamn day because you put it in my path between the bathroom and the bed. Uh And it's in my path. And I don't look down when I'm leaving the bathroom to the bed. Oftentimes, the light is out. And I I have tripped over that like at least a dozen or two times. And I tripped over it while you were gone. I think yesterday or today. And I fucking kicked it i'm like you motherfucker and i kicked it and i did all this stuff to it and then um and then it, it ended up in the bathroom and i completely forgot about it and you got home and you went upstairs and it was in the bathroom and i i saw you look at it like how'd that get there and i'm like <laughs> no i figured i'm like okay she's there's a reason why it's here and i let it be but yeah so that's that's a little peek into and uh, well, and like another one too, like with, and, and it's you and Tempe both that do this. Somehow you guys f- manage to peel your clothes off. <laughs> but if I were to, pick but them, I don't understand why that bothers you. Well, no, no. But if I were to pick them up and hold them, it's like you were still kind of wearing them. <laughs> um, what bothers me about it is when I go to. If I if I go through like fuck it, I'm just gonna pick up laundry, whatever, and I'm gonna sort it out. Um, it, it, like when, like with, like with Tempe, the way she does it, like she literally turns her clothes inside out when she pulls her <laughs> pants off, so her legs come through the, the holes of her panties, and so her panties are attached to her, to her, to her pants via the legs that have yes. been reversed. And we all know kids; they're not the best about wiping. There's, there's deposits that can be made in the in the, the under- underwear need to and, be washed. And so ha- yes. having to having to peel those off. But why do you? Ha- but see, th- that's my point, though. Is Given our current laundry technology, unless they're diff- vastly different colors, 
There's no need. You just toss them in there. They'll get untangled. No. <laughs> they do. I do it all the time, and they're just fine. It's just, yeah. I, it, yeah. Um, and so... I'll, I'll and so I'm, I'm trying to sort them out and get, get it all squared away and it, it that it just like uh so I've gotten to the point now where I'll just walk in there I'll see it in the floor I'm like temperance get your ass in here and get your fucking laundry yes sir and she goes running in there and she grabs it and puts it away and and then um which is then another frustration all in of itself because like then the laundry will get into the the, there's that, that, that staging basket for the kids because they can't mm-hmm. reach the other baskets. And so then when Ezra goes through and does his chores, he checks the staging basket to see if there's any laundry in there that needs to get sorted in the sorted baskets before he actually puts the laundry in the washer. Nope. And also I'll open the washer and there's like four pairs of underwear in there and like a sock. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> well, it's all there was in the colors. And I point to the other basket. <laughs> oh, I didn't oh, see those. I didn't know You had that. to walk past the motherfucker <laughs> to get in here. God, talking about some tunnel vision. Well, and I try and make... I realize... That that seems like a like a large a many stepped process, right? But it's not. It's no, no, no. I I, I get it. The, the only thing that that um that bothers me about doing it, which is going to be fixed in the new places, all the bats and screaming down low, anyways, is that sometimes through busyness of life or as they're not paying attention or whatever, there'll be multiple days worth of clothes in there. Mm-hmm. So then it takes a good couple minutes to go through and sort yeah. it out and do this. And, and then I, you got, I don't like um, the so when staging you're in a pinch, basket either. But it's better. It's better than we got. The best thing we got in right. this scenario. Right. And I I kind of like it because stuff doesn't get sorted as incorrectly right. as much. Right. Because somebody who knows theoretically, somebody who knows what they're doing is going to sort that stuff exactly. And and so it's yeah, it's just one of those things that can be. You, when you when you live with other people, you, you pick up on the little traits and habits they have that just drive you nuts. And like it's it's so weird for me because um, I'm I'm super like OCD in certain aspects and in certain things. Like you always give me crap about my passwords and whatnot. Like I, I generate the passwords that I have and the crap that I do and, and how secure. And I, I normally things. don't mind. No, no, no. But every but, now and then. But 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 you 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 do kind of snicker or give a deep sigh when I'm like you know starting off with like you know well this one starts with an asterisk, but. Um, and so there's certain things like that that I'm like really, really like, you know, this has to be like this and this has to be like that. But then there's other parts of my life where, and like the, the big one for me is like, you have my tool bench over there right now. It's an unorganized clusterfuck. And I, I it, it bugs me, but I have not found a valid way to keep it from happening yet. Like I've tried different things and organizational things. And I think really for me, it stems from my childhood because your dad had a place for everything. My dad ha- not just had, my dad has a place for everything. <laughs> and my grandpa used to joke about because my uncle and my dad used to share a room. And he's like, there literally was a like a hard and fast line in the room. Oh. And you could tell which side was my dad's and which side was my uncle's. And my uncle's looked like somebody had dropped a nuclear bomb in there. And my dad's, everything was pristine and everything was in its place. So my dad was a real like a. That's me and my sister when we shared a room. We literally drew a line. Right. Because she couldn't handle it anymore. Yeah. And so, and, and, and so there was, there, there was, there was so many times where he would just like, you know, you know, get your damn room clean, put this away, do that. Da, da, da. And I, it's like kind of like my own way of rebelling almost when it, growing up was like, I, I would leave clutter in my room and just kind of like, oh, you know, and he'd bitch about it, whatever. How the fuck can you find anything in here? Where'd you this? And I pick it up like it's right here. And then he's like, fuck. And he turned around <laughs> walk upstairs. Cause I, you know, his, the way he tried to prove the point didn't work. Um, but at least, at least Ezra's pig side, he can't claim that. Right. Because I ask him to find something and, and he, he cannot find right, it. Right, right. And so it, it's one, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I've got this vision for the new house for as far as what the, the tool area and whatnot's going to look like and how I want it to be. The key that I have found though is that it's about time. And you'll notice this too, like you, and you run into this as well. You'll get started on something with the yeah. best intents to get it fixed, get it picked up, get it cleaned up, get it done. Yep. And then you get interrupted and can't get back to it. And then the next thing you know, it's like two weeks later, you're like, oh, fuck, I still haven't got my done. So you go back and try to start it again. And it's it's a continuous loop of, you know, like, and then this shit kind of gets piled on. So like my workbench, you know, and then the other problem with this here is that I can't do anything permanent in this house that we're renting. Right. A lot like, of our storage solutions are so low key because we can't right, permanently like, do like anything. I'm going to have a massive wall of pegboard with tool hooks on it where all my stuff that needs to hang is going to hang. And that's going to clear up a lot of the shit that's on the bench right now, which will then give me a workbench I can actually work on. So it's it's kind of also because we're renting this place and I can't puncture holes in the walls and I can't make any permanent changes. Um, and a lot of the stuff that we would normally store like up in the attic space or down in the crawl space of the house 
we can't do that here because we can't set up any way. Like if you put something in a crawl space, you want it up off the ground in case there is a little moisture problem down there. Or if you want it in the attic, you got to put boards out so that you can spread the weight, et cetera, et cetera. And none of that can get done here. So all that stuff you have to store has to be stored within the living areas or the garage area. So we just don't have space for everything, which is why I'm almost thinking that even though we're losing square footage, we're going to gain usable space because we're going to actually be able to put shit away in, in like like Christmas decorations. Those can go up in the attic. That's where they should feasibly should go because you're going to pull them out once a fucking year. So you pull the attic ladder down, get up there, pull it out. Here you go. Boom, done. There's no need for it to be in a spot like out here in the garage where it's taking up wall space or taking up this. And so it's just that, that whole frustration. And it boils over into like the kids' rooms too. Like we want like there's a lot of permanent store, more permanent style storage solutions like shelving, shelving stuff on the wall that we can't do because we don't want to be putting a lot of holes in the wall here. And so I'm just and, and so then then of course you get that plus the frustration of the, the sale closing taking so long as it has been. Then every time I walk like lately, it's like I'll go to do something in the kitchen. I'll bump into one of the kids or I'll bump into something else. I'm like fucking ape this fucking kitchen. I'll like <laughs> wink something across the room because I'm just in my I'm. It's one of those things that when you have to live with it, you kind of just, you do you do what you got to do. You get frustrated once in a while, and you move on. But when there's a when there's kind of a light at the end of the tunnel, and you realize that at some point in time you're no longer going to have to deal with this frustration, then that frustration seems so fucking insurmountable <laughs> that you just like I can't do it. I can't climb this mountain again. God, I cannot hike I'm Everest one more time. I'm having that issue with the kitchen. Every right. time I walk in the kitchen, I'm like I'm like, how have I lived for the last two and a half years with this yeah. little counter space? Right, and that's the same thing I'm doing with the kitchen too. It's the kitchen that's driving me nuts. It's like the how the kitchen is. Awful. I'm going to take a picture of our kitchen so you guys can know what our kitchen looks but like. I, would, it's so I think what we really tiny. need to do at some point, too, is we need to actually get measurements. Like, you I know. know. It's like a six by four by whatever. I mean, it's the it's actual just floor space of our kitchen. Yeah. It's it, like, I want to say six got, by four. I think we've got more room on the interior of your little, your little car than we do on the floor space Quite in the kitchen. Possibly. But, so it gets to the point where if Jody and I are back to back trying to do something, <sighs> we're, we're rubbing against each other. And it's not just because we're larger no. carriage people. Like, even skinny <laughs> people would have a problem right. in this kitchen and, and but we're not skinny people and then you get the point you get to the, the, the oh and the, if the kids go in there it's over it's done well and then and then like trent he'll sneak in behind you <laughs> then you'll take a step back to do something next thing you know you realize you're stepping on a toddler foot and then you're starting to fall backwards and you try not to land on the toddler <laughs> and then you freak out in the toddler like what's the fucking rule in this house not in the kitchen when you're cooking why are you in the kitchen i just wanted some juice well come to the line because we literally have a line where the tile meets the hardwood floor and get my attention and ask for the juice. There's literally a line they're not supposed to cross because it's a danger. Like yeah. it's an actual legitimate danger it's, for them to be in the kitchen. It's a health hazard. Um, and so it, it you just. You can't hold a knife in that kitchen. You're going to cut somebody. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and, then it, it, and then the way that he did the tile work on the floor, it's you can't so keep it clean. Awful. You can't keep it clean and you can't stand on it barefoot. It hurts. It literally hurts your feet. It makes your feet hurt just by standing on it because it's like all these little tiny jagged pieces of tile cut mm. into a border yeah and and so everything about it everything about this has just been one big frustration after another and we're getting it's just like uh, we had some movement this week yeah yeah like somebody <laughs> submitted a paper to somebody and maybe we'll get a paper's paper back well no, actually they said that they accepted the file which means like all the paperwork they have was legit and good to go, and no shit. They said they're getting, they're working on the pre-approval approval letter, <laughs> and this is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Like the pre-approval approval letter, what it does is it shows the bank is willing to accept the price for the short sale, so that our bank can start underwriting the loan and proceeding forward to things while their bank gets the actual approval letter sent out and i'm like but if this is good enough for my bank to start doing the underwriting then why do we have why can't that just be the approval letter like if you if i mean what <laughs> and i'm just trying i'm sitting here scratching my head trying to figure this out so so you're giving me a letter that gives us a green light to proceed forward get the appraisal get the underwriting done get the financing done yeah yeah but you still have to get the approval letter drafted Huh? <laughs> and this doesn't even make sense to me. I honestly, I'm never, I, I'm never doing a short sale. I, 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 right. I never. I'm just. It's done. I I have officially agreed with myself to never do this again. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you talking about from an agent perspective? Yeah. 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 Just to never be involved. Is it's the biggest? 
what's frustrating about it for me is that this price is already approved once. Mm-hmm. So there shouldn't be this much red tape to cut through. Like all the, the hard stuff should have been done. The other buyers walked. We walked in, dropped them the same offer on the table, same price point, et cetera, et cetera. It shouldn't be this hard, number one. Number two, in theory, a lender does not want the asset back. You call them up, say, I'm going to default my car loan. They'll usually bend over backwards with you and figure out how they can make the payments work so that they can keep from having to take the vehicle back because they won't be able to get the full market value out of it, so on and so forth. Um, so anything that should get this off of the bank's record as a negative asset should be motivation to get them to actually <coughs> proceed forward and get this shit done. Um, but no, they have like zero motivation whatsoever. There's so many departments and so much red tape it has to go through and blah, 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 blah. And then it doesn't help when you've got that whoever the seller decided to choose for their agent to handle this process by the letter of the law, she's a certified short sale negotiator person that can work on stuff. But what I have come to find out is that means I can read a book and answer a question from on a test that is information I saw in the book, but it's not about actually being able to work a short sale and making it happen or doing anything to actually, you know, fucking do any type of productive whatsoever. Um, so, I just sit here like on the sidelines, like I could have my four-year-old negotiating this for me and I probably would have had it closed like the day after because I know how this kid negotiates and I know the kind of hard lines he draws. (laughs) They would be so frustrated with him. Like, fuck it, stamp, here, done. It's over with. But also, he's got so much more intelligence than the other lady on the other side of this deal that's, that's supposedly working it that he could have had it figured out a long time ago. Um, and I, I, I blew my gasket again with you via text the other day when I kind of vented about where the lady lived and whatnot, but it, it's just, so you add all these things together. You've got the, you've got the short sale, you've got the stuff you got, we can't do anything. Like we're in this holding pattern. We can't put stuff away, but we can't really pack it up yet. We can't, you know, do any of this stuff. We've got a storage unit where we started to stage stuff so we could have, because like the only way to move things in and out of this house is through the garage, but the garage was packed full of shit. Mm-hmm. So we emptied a bunch of the garage stuff into the storage unit. It was supposed to be a temporary one to two month thing. We're probably looking at month three here and it's a little bit paying for it. Um, and, the entire time, like everybody's hands are tied in this process and nobody can move or do anything. And I'm just like, oh, okay, this is awesome. So um, you rack all these things together and then you get the kids freaking out over doctor's visits and whatnot. And it's just like, all right, at some point, our luck's got to break <laughs> for the positive. And, th- and things have to start like going forward because it's getting to the point now where it's it's gone past being frustrating it's gone past being like annoying or infuriated it's to the point now where it's like ludicrous speed on space balls <laughs> like really we have something called ludicrous speed it's like this it's just been, it's so it, I, like you would this is the type of crap you would like to see you would think to see in like a a co- comedy on a movie where some insane zany plot was thought up about how many different ways can we cock block this house sale and how many different stupid things can happen and how many dumbasses can we throw in the middle of it? And it's like all of them, all of them can be thrown in there and all of them happen. And I feel like I'm living in a, in a, a movie sometimes. Like there's no way that this could be an actual legitimate real world issue. Like a pre-approval approval letter. Are you fucking kidding me? And how many people have to work on said letter just to work on the next letter? How much money is wait? How the fuck do you guys make money? I think I just nose whistled on that one. That was awesome. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, it's it's just been a clusterfuck all the way around. Um, we did it again. You started ranting about the house and <laughs> ranted for like topical and relatable to our life, man. I know it's what's old again. Damn it. I think it's about time to call. call. I, th- I think you're right. <laughs> you need to calm down, sir. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So, yeah, I like the lady's idea of the trash bags of, of random mysterious stuff. <laughs> Thank you for getting back to the topic. But, uh, um, I, 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 I think we should try it sometime. I, I yeah. Well, Ezra finally cleaned up his pigsty of a room on Wednesday because I told him that, I know, he just shoved it all in the fucking closet again. Yep. <laughs> I'm so done. And when we move, I am telling you, mm-hmm. it is it is on. Yep. And here's the thing. It's 90 on for all per- three kids. 90% of his shit in particular is stuff he doesn't touch. Right. He's, he's, he's a collector. He is. Which is fine. 
I you understand have the space. Well, not even that. It, it, he's got the space. He literally he's got enough shelves and he's got the space. Yeah. If he just took the time to do what your OCD little brother does, yeah, and organize all of it, yeah, like he's got the space. He's got more than enough space here. He's got more than enough space at the new place to mm-hmm. do it. But he's got to take the time out to put it away, get it organized, figure out how it's going to be. And if he needs us to get bins or whatever to do that, that would be fine. But yeah. you, whatever well, works for you. I got him that you. big, huge shelving unit. Right. And I'm going to get him little boxes to put in it. And and it's it, if he can't fit it in, if, it, yeah. if it's in a closet shoved in the back, it's going. It, it's done. Or find a way to put it, you know, put it somewhere else. And so that's the thing is that it's, it, it's almost, it's, it's what leads to hoarding eventually is that you know you're collecting stuff you don't have any room or way to put it or you are just you're not taking care of it so by the time you find it again oh how'd this break i don't know dude you had 45 pounds of shit piled on top of it and you know what really was special i mean it was so special it was buried at the bottom of the closet i mean he's definitely got some hoarder mentality Mm -hmm. going on there I'm, i'm trying to find a way to work on breaking it without actually breaking it to the point where it makes him Break, break, and then where he gets worse, and he actually starts becoming a hoarder. Yeah. Um. But so I get the whole the whole need to, or the the drive for some people to collect, but you just got to keep it under control. So, yeah, it it's gonna there's gonna be a lot of stuff that's gonna get, get sent off to Goodwill or to the well, and me too. I just but talked to your sister today. Yeah, I know. I just talked to your sister today. I said, you know, we're getting rid of a lot of stuff. There's some stuff that I really don't want to get rid of because it's it's valuable, and right. I've held on it for, to it for a long time thinking i would use it eventually and would you use it and she's like yeah i'd use it i'm like okay so it makes me feel better to know right. it would no, get used, and, but- yeah and that's the thing is was we're trying to like we just went through and and uh, went through all the kids clothes again and uh down and got all the stuff that was too small and packed it up and we I got my buddy at work it's yeah. got two little kids and they love hand-me-downs yeah so i we were one of those massive fucking ikea reusable bags stuffed to the brim with clothes yeah. i handed him it was like christmas he's like Oh, this is awesome! Because <laughs> what they, what they do is he takes it and he dumps it out on the floor at home and lets her run through it. Yeah, and he said like that's her favorite pastime ever. Yeah, she loves um, to go through. The yeah, clothes. and so he's like, she's gonna, it's it's oh she's gonna love it tonight. It's gonna be like Christmas for her. When I brought them a bunch of stuff a while back, she she like and it had a ton of Hello Kitty stuff and she loves Hello Kitty. Right, and she just was like oh you know like just very very cool. She gave me a hug that day. Yeah, which <laughs> which is all with her with, yeah. with, with, with touch and go like right yeah. So, um, and it's, yeah, so we're, we're, and so that's what we're trying to do is like, we're like, okay, we're going to find stuff that is useful, but I've got a bunch of crafting stuff that I'm probably going right. to get rid of. Cause when do I craft? Right. Like I love to do it, but when do I do it? I never. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and it's one of those things that like I got, went through and I got rid of a whole bunch of my, um, some of my like, miscellaneous computer cables and whatnot, like, cause I've been holding on to them for a while. And then finally I started looking at them like, I haven't needed one of these cables in like two and a half years. <laughs> Since I've moved into this house, I haven't needed these cables, so there's no point for me to carry on. And they're cheap. They're so cheap to get these cables nowadays. If I really need one again, I'll just go ahead and go out and buy one. Um, and, yeah, so I, we're, we're all going to be going through some reorganization as far as I got as rid of a ton of clothes. Right. I got rid of, like, two huge baskets stuffed yeah. with clothes. And we're just all kind of <laughs> going through it and paring things down a little bit in our life because we... we because we have more, a little bit larger space in this house, we have really held on to some really kind of stupid shit or stuff that, like you said, we thought we'd get to, but now we've discovered that no, we're not going to get to that. So why do we? Let's just go ahead and get rid of it. You know, it's 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 coming to that point now where you know, like the, the cables and whatnot. I've gotten rid of a bunch of the computer stuff because, yeah, that's what I used to do, and I used to be able to fix the kind of crap all the time. But it's not something I do on a regular basis anymore, so I don't need to keep it. You know. Um, but if if we can find people like my sister, they can get use out of it. That'd be great. So, mm. and then you've been you've been talking about doing a garage sale. Yeah, the new house is in a really good spot for garage yeah. sale. So, yeah. I'm trying to hold off and do it there because it and and that doesn't mean you know waiting to pare down till then, but you right. know maybe offloading some boxes that are specifically for garage sale, right. putting them in the storage unit, and then once we're moved or whatever. But um. You know, I have a lot of stuff that's worth some money, mm-hmm. and garage sales are really fun to bring in. Just you know, a nice chunk all at once. Yeah, so. you, you get you always get a little something out of there. They can be infuriating sometimes. The little old biddies that want to negotiate and haggle with you on a it's twenty-five as, cent item. It's not as bad anymore because it's so mainstream now right. to do the garage sale thing. So you don't get a lot of that. Yeah. So, um, 
yeah. So it, it's, it's just life right now. Right. <laughs> With everything going on. But it's, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get so the kids close. moved. The new house will be nice. The kids are always already talking about the menagerie they want to have. I know. Um, Temperance's current thing is she wants a turtle, a parrot, a I think she said fish, and a dog. They all want a dog, but they all want a different dog. Right, and then they also all want like their own individual, like a hamster or a gerbil. And I think we're gonna put our foots down and say no. No, the only thing, the only thing this family is getting anytime in the, in the distant future is a is a dog. Yeah. A yeah. solitary singular dog to start off with yeah um i mean maybe we might add a second dog to it but i'm not oh i'm not doing two dogs no no i said maybe down the road we might add a second dog depending on what it is but maybe it's a big big maybe because sometimes you have to you know it happens but um there is not going to be at least not until they're way way older there's not any of this gerbil pet bullshit i'm not cleaning out i i had a hamster i'm not doing that cage clean out shit again not anytime soon it's well, our kids are not notorious for being super kind of that point is responsible <laughs> with that stuff. Yeah, it's gonna be hard enough to get them to do the dog chores, you yeah. know, let alone anything else. I might consider an outdoor-based rabbit at some point nope. in the no, future. No, I love rabbits. No. Rabbits are awesome. Uh, they're great animals if somebody else is keeping them for you. No, they're great, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they can mm-hmm. be outside. Mm-hmm. And then you just have. There, it is amazing how much those animals shit. <laughs> and so you have piles of these little rabbit pellets. What the fuck do you do with them? Use them to fertilize your garden. What really? When do we garden? <laughs> well, no, we're not going to have a garden. You know, there's no pipe dreams about having a. You can go fuck yourself. <laughs> there, there is no way that's happening. There is no. There are no pipe. Mm. You, 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 no. <laughs> it's kind of like your crafts. Shh. <laughs> It's with the best of intentions. Sure, we can grow our own food. <laughs> right. Do you remember the strawberries I tried to grow? Right. Yeah. I wasn't. They're still out there. They're still dead. <laughs> no, they're growing again. Oh, shit. No, seriously, there's strawberries out there growing. Yeah. Give it a few more weeks. I'll I die know. Again. I know. The birds will eat them. Right. So, you know, that's not happening. No, mm. my, my cousins had rabbits. And because they decided to do 4-H, my aunt decided to like, we'll just let the rabbits mate. And they had lots and lots of rats. So, like, at one point, my poor uncle was just like, I don't, it's fucking crazy. He had, like, <laughs> fucking, like, hundreds of cages of rabbits lined around their backyard. And but you can eat rabbit. Never happened. They never did because these were all pet rabbits. Well, and, you know me. Yeah. If you no, can eat it, it's not technically a pet. <laughs> no, I know. But we're not, no. Or, <laughs> Edible pet. <laughs> yeah. First you love them. <laughs> yeah. It was a miracle show. Yeah. First you love them, then you eat them. Then you eat them. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, and on that note, if you'd like to get a hold of us, our email here is grounded at badparentingpodcast.com, which obviously makes our website www.badparentingpodcast.com. Uh, if you want to leave us a voice I never email, got that. That's a correlation. Yeah. If you want to leave us a voicemail, it's 503-609-0375. Or you can do like a fancy little recording on your voice recorder app on your phone and email it to us. Uh, We're available on on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Just search for Bad Parenting Podcast. You'll find us. And, uh, you know, something we haven't had a lot of lately are are reviews, ratings and reviews in iTunes. And if you guys could like do that and leave us some voicemails, that would be awesome. We love listener feedback. We love listener interaction. Um, we love every, all this stuff. So please, you know, I, I, being a podcast listener myself, I understand how hard it is to remember to do those things. And every once in a while I'll have an oh shit moment and I'll call like 14 shows at once. Um, and then I'll lapse again for like two weeks. But, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, if you want to send us an email, whatever it is, just let us know. And, um, yeah. We're experimenting with the periscopes. It didn't um, go so well tonight. Tonight was kind of a bust. Like, there was literally nobody <laughs> listening. But then afterwards, people I'm, were I'm, harding it. And I'm like, I'm, I don't I don't get it. I'm thinking that maybe tonight it might have been that, like, we have a, a – this is the St. Patrick's Day weekend. Right. So people are too busy going out and getting shitty. Yeah. So, so um, uh, we will – at least attempt to periscope at the beginning of each show, right? You know, in that rough Some, nine o'clock ish range on Saturday, nine o'clock Pacific, right? Um, 
on might, Saturday. Some, it might go the whole show. Might only go for part of the show. We'll yeah. see. Just kind of play it by ear. Basically, if they're if if we're like ten minutes in and we got like nothing, right? We'll, I'll probably we'll shut kill it down. It. I'll probably yeah. kill it. But um, if there's anybody on there, we'll keep going. Right. So just so you know, if you see the periscope come up, know that you've got about ten minutes before we're gonna decide whether or not we're keeping it going and we haven't actually publicly done this yet but i i I want to um and i know that we don't have to so before anybody calls me out on this they go um we have been getting a ton of just rant not not even random just just mentions and love and feed and 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 whatnot from the mediocre show i know and we love you boys yes um and we just want to say thank you and and right back at you we always put you guys up on our show notes and whatnot and i don't always remember to say something about it and i know you're not doing it to get return i get all that but it is very much appreciated that you guys think enough of us to actually mention us on the show when we interact and whatnot so that's it's always cool, and it's good to hear, like, work. Frank left a voicemail a few weeks back. That was amazing. Eric's left voicemails. That was awesome. Um, we've got, you know, so I, I really do uh, appreciate the fact that they're, they're uh, and Izzy, too. Izzy Rock and, yeah. and his podcast, I he's still putting our promo that we recorded, like, forever ago in it from time to time. Uh, we should probably get another one worked out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, thank you. The, uh, the cross-podcast mojo thing we have going on is great because I love supporting other shows. I love it when those shows support us. The No Hope for Humanity guys, they do it too. Yep. They I've, talk about us. So, you know, we... It's, I've been listening to more podcasts lately because I feel like I need to reciprocate even more <laughs> than I was originally. Right. So I just want you all to know I'm actually listening a lot. Like I was always listening, but now I'm listening a and lot. Then, and then and last but not least, but <clears throat> at the end of every episode, like a, a faithful golden retriever puppy standing by your side... And that probably sounded degrading, and it wasn't meant to be, so I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, Killawilla always mentions us at the end of uh, Coffin Joe. And we love That's you boys, why too. He's, he's right. special. Yeah, and so I I realized that I'm the way, the way I worded that did not come out the way I intended it. Hopefully, he'll get a good laugh out of it, because it's not what, <laughs> what I meant. But um, just thank you to everybody who listens and mentions us and, and retweets us. And we've got some new listeners that have been you know, retweeting us and, and, and interacting and whatnot on Instagram and all that. So all of that is much appreciated. Let's keep it going. Keep the reviews coming in. Keep the voicemails coming in. We love you guys. So it's just it's always good to hear from you. Yes. All right. Well, on that note, now we've had our little mushy segment of the show. Uh, unless you have anything else for me, babe. Cough, cough, hack, hack. All right. Until next time, try not to be shitty parents. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bad Parenting Podcast, a conversational show about all aspects of parenting, the good, the bad, and the smelly. It's out there now. Here it goes.